Ray, I've been in love with you from the first day I saw you. All right, I got a, uh, I got a follow-up question. Uh, why did it take you so long to say that? Because I was scared. And hard-headed. <laughs> Real Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Canton at the Blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. This is Black Love Cinema 2, Fairy Tale or Nightmare. And we're going to be running down our list of Black Love movies, the classics, blastics, as people <laughs> like to call them. And uh, of course, my girls by Danny here is with me again for this episode. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to talk about like the main issue in these, each movie, the characters and how they might get in their own way of love. And then, you know, what we've learned about love from watching these movies as young adults and how it may have influenced us going into our own love lives, um, the characters themselves and uh, what character we probably dated most often from these movies. Mm. So... <laughs> I'll let you choose first which one you want to talk about. Um, we got Love Jones, Love and Basketball. Let's go with Brown Sugar. We used to watch Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar. Oh, my God. So, y'all, we did not brown have. Sugar. We had Wi-Fi, but we just didn't have nothing hooked up to our TVs to allow us to, like, watch Netflix or anything. So, we had DVDs well, in our old apartment. But remember... I I felt did we start brown sugar in our old apartments or we started it when we was in the dorm? It was our old apartments because okay. we had the DVD and like what we used to do is like just put that bad boy in like in the front room and be in they laughing. We used to have wind down Sundays and we used yeah. to clean, listen to music, and watch movies. And we always used to be like, "Yeah, we watching Brown Sugar today," Brown, or just right, which we'll get, I probably do that one next. Oh yeah, that's one of my faves. Too. Okay, so Brown Sugar by Brown Sugar. <laughs> you got damn. What's the character's name? Look, look. <laughs> we all we come from this at the wrong. Oh my god! Wait, I'm sorry. Sid, right? Sid, and what's his name? Freak. Um. Sid, hold on, y'all. We got to figure this out. Look, we coming off this straight off the dome. I didn't write an um a uh, a big outline for these because I wanted us to be fresh. Hold on now, hold on. Quincy, no, hear, not Quincy. All, got, all I can hear in, in my mind is the hoe is mine. You gotta get her. You gotta get her. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait,
to soothe that itch. <laughs> what? Girl, why this thing popped up? Oh my brown God, what sugar is on my damn name? phone. Wait, 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 wait. Drake. Drake. What? Why could not? Girl, because it's been a minute. Now, we we know these movies, but we, you know. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to give the little synopsis or whatever. So it's a romantic comedy that centers on the romance between an A&R exec which is dre at a hip-hop label and a magazine editor sydney and they've known each other since childhood and then they find themselves drifting towards one another so what are your thoughts about this movie this classic love story um (laughs) i love the of course i love the movie but um i was just like I could see it. I'm just like, bro, if y'all don't go, y'all know y'all supposed to be together. Like, what y'all doing? Yeah. Cause I'm just like, it's one thing for you to be oblivious to your own, like, I guess emotions when it comes to like, cause this is where like the whole friend zoning kind of thing comes into play. Mm-hmm. You've been friends for so long, but it's just like, but I, it was but some I moments they where they were aware. Their, they they were so stuck in like the whole oh that's my friend and that's just my friend like it can't be nothing else. But it's just like it. But it was more than just friendship, right? Because I'm just at any point like you realize their connection was a lot deeper. He invited her into his life um, in ways that he wasn't doing for the women that were closest to him, mm-hmm. and vice versa for her. And so for that, I was just like. And she even said, like, before that he he thought, like, when they were in college, like, maybe we should give this a try. Like, maybe we should see if we, you know, could be together. I'm just like, anytime you get to that point. And first of all, when you <laughs> when you just already carve out a space for somebody and, like, it's just, like, that space is theirs, you already know it's a little bit deeper than friendship. Like, right. it's a it's a space for friendship and then space for, like, something dear it's it's a space for bay and you know like when you cross that line like right so i saw today this clip of steve harvey saying that men and women cannot be friends do you feel like and based on like movies like brown sugar that there's some truth into it like you can't really be friends with the opposite sex no i don't it's always going to end up like brown sugar or either i i don't think that's true yeah, me like I feel like you can actually like really have platonic relationships with the opposite sex. Like y'all, men, please stop having this mindset that you can't be friends with a woman. I I really don't think that y'all give yourselves enough credit to to control what's in your pants. But I think, I think <laughs> what what the issue is like. Of course, you know we get hurt and we're all searching for something and so you start you you explore that with the person closest to you so y'all you know end yeah. up you know crossing those lines or whatever so therefore the boundaries are crossed and you can no longer just be friends be friends right but you know at the same time it's just like when you if you really really just want to be friends with somebody like you can make that decision and, and that just be what it is and sometimes that's all the connect like when you are drawn to people the connection will if you listen to it show you how this person is supposed to be in your life like I have a best guy friend like and that's exactly what he is and I've had somebody who I was friends with who we've crossed that line and we're still actual actually able to go back to being friends but either way it's just like just don't assume that you can't be friends with the opposite sex. Y- y'all acting like y'all out here like cavemen. 
like you can't control your urges like and an urge is not the same as a connection like it's just not but it's not just men females too can't control their urges well then there's that and we talked about it on the friend zone like you said like when you start questioning like oh if I connect so well with this person on a friendship level maybe I should explore you know it a little deeper on the romantic level and not every not every friendship or connection is meant to make that transition but in brown sugar it was so because <laughs> yeah. it's some it's some connections where you like uh, and sometimes you can get in your own way you you can you can you know put them pe- put those people in like the friend zone mm-hmm. and you can be in your own way to like not even want to explore and you just oh that's just my friend or whatever and you could be missing out on like a big yeah. blessing you know you just never know so have you been sydney before with her massager from brookstone it's a massager <laughs> <laughs> i was sydney before but um <laughs> uh I feel like I've been Sydney in a couple couple instances where you know you feel something. I well, no, I take that back. I, I, feel like I really don't you. know. I really, I, I don't know, cause like, I, mm. okay, so let's just talk about the movie, and then we can see where we find similarities. I'm, tr- I'm trying to, I'm really trying to go back and see, like, if if I was really Sydney, or if it was really like, nah, this is just supposed to be my friend yeah this is a lot of times where i feel like i i may have explored it and it didn't need to be explored and then and I that's like, that yeah that we just, let that we, just kind of ruined the friendship yeah and now when we conflate the friendship with like oh this could be romantic and it's not supposed to be i get it yeah. but as far as the movie goes so i really like their dynamic i first of all i love how the movie like <laughs> i love how the movie is so black (laughs) like the music like the the fashions (laughs) because of the early 2000s um just all of it i love how black it is i love the aesthetics um the language of it and the fact that they allow them to be sophisticated and also still be relatable Mm -hmm. um i loved it and i love their connection and how they showed us from how they were as kids to how they were as adults but when you see how they connected as kids and then the first time you see Sydney and Dre again in person he's coming through the crowd dapping people up I was like this girl in love with this man like and I'm like how it's all in her face yeah so from there we have the infamous scene of him coming over to her house right mm-hmm. um was she already getting the, no she wasn't getting the flowers yet she was in her bathrobe or something and he comes over he's supposed to be at his bachelor party and they get to kissing and that that little robe or whatever dropped listen <laughs> i'm like hot and heavy listen but they started with them them dang on forehead kisses <laughs> Them forehead kisses get you every time. Every time. I was like, I don't kiss my friends like this. <laughs> so after we but realized that's how that, you know it was deeper than just the friendship. Right. <laughs> um, even then, like the the opening scene where he calls her and you know, they have their own language basically, like with mm-hmm. each other. Um, you can tell that their connection is really cemented in their history with one another. And then fast forward to that scene where, you know, they're physical and then he still gets married that next day. You realize. Yo, yo, that part. I've lived that actually. 
I've been there too. Not I've not, lived not so like much I've, at the I wedding. Lived yeah. The fact that I lived the part where like you you're watching like the love of your life basically get married. Child. Like I literally Whew. like have been there and I'm just like or you thought it was the love of your life at that moment well yeah. well at that time he was yeah. you know what I'm saying like and it hurt like you just like mm. am I really like I'm really here I'm really witnessing this you know yeah. one shot to your heart put down <laughs> breaking your feet. and then like the even the 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 exchange they share like when he's like after they say I do basically and like they look at each other right I'm just like now nah, you you know you know sir okay and and at this point is when i I, well the night before is when we realized they both are on the same page with their emotions for each other i'm Mm -hmm. like i know everything is high stakes now is is is, is down to the wire but it's a reason why you came to her that's Mm -hmm. that's number one because you kind of probably wanted her to stop you you wanted to see if it was something there but y'all both were on the same page so i'm just like you you have a choice at that moment to to jump in even first before, with each other before they get married when like sis trying to date or whatever and like the other guy he notices like how invested she is with dre and oh, then oh yeah and then shelby even, what, not shelby what, Kobe? No, not shelby what was his name i don't know it was something go ahead i'm sorry e- either way and then like when she was invited to the um bridal the bridal thing mm-hmm. and she knew all the answers and stuff i'm just like bro the proof is in the pudding like what, what more do you want and she and they then was like the mad. bride was so uncomfortable she was just like well dang i, I don't i don't even know this stuff like wh- what am i supposed to do but if so. he's trying to she knew both his drinks kettle one martini i'm talking about twist. down to the teeth <laughs> but if he tried to impress after she was like she was like maybe i need to shut up <laughs> when she was trying to eat them big old cookies <laughs> And then the fa- no, but what what was what stuck out to me too is they still went out after that, and he took her to get a hot dog or whatever, and she was even talking about how, you yeah. know, what I'm saying like how she doesn't fit in that world, and they even have a discussion about it as friends, but you can tell like, you know, this polar opposites about who he's actually trying to marry, but who he's actually attracted to because he's spending a lot of his time with who he's you know drawn to which is her so that was always interesting to me and that's when he gives us the infamous line about oh yeah she brown sugar <laughs> um the hip hop <laughs> you got it you got it yo so i mean aside from that being funny we see how Dre's career is affecting him and his relationship right so that was one of the dividing themes throughout the movie where it was just like his wife which I don't remember her name I don't remember her name um (laughs) which she didn't understand his passion but Sid did she invested in his passion and I think that that's a part of their connection that goes back into their history but also cements the fact that they are more compatible with each other too um the same way with sid and her partner basketball player when she asked him and i've used this line before as a blogger and as a podcaster <coughs> reese reese yeah but she asked her partner you know kelby reese kelby kelby what's it shelby i said yeah. <laughs> 
Shelby from um Best Man. Best Man. Okay, Kelby. I knew it was a uh uh you know. Anyway, so she asks him why you know she's watching him practice which piece is his favorite because she's working on her book and she needs feedback and he's not invested in it. The only thing that he's actually read of her work is the piece that she's written about him. And that just shows that he's not invested in her passion. Mm -hmm. So they have that, that creative connection as well, which is the very deep connection. Right. Um, Then they understand each other. Then the fact that Dre Along the way, sneaking phone calls at night while she, he knows she out on dates, right? Because he goes to her house, she's getting flowers. She, you know, she already had an interview with Kelby or whatever. And then he decides to, you know, check in or whatever. But he has this inkling where he knows. Because my thing is this. My partner knows my friends. Mm-hmm. Right, we have discussions. Oh, such and such is going to stop by. Oh, yeah, I'm on the phone with such and such. He knows my friends, right? It's never going to be a case when I'm sneaking off talking to my guy friend because that would imply that I know that my partner has an issue with our connection. So that was a little sketchy mm-hmm. for me. The fact that he was up late while she was trying to sleep, talking to Sydney, trying to see what she had going on, knowing she was on a date. Okay, sorry, at this point. First of all, you're doing too much. Why are you calling my phone? You're doing a lot. You're um, going to your wife. Oh, child. And then he told Sydney about his uh, decision to leave his job before he told his wife. So how do you feel? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll stop it there so I can stop rambling on a little bit. <laughs> but we'll stop it there right quick and, and get your opinions about, like, the dynamic between having a partner who has a, a best friend of the opposite sex and how do we think that they're supposed to operate with that? Um, I don't have a problem with it, but this is, this is where I kind of draw the line. It's just like when you're crossing lines, when you're doing the most, like why you can't talk to your friend with me in the room? Like, why do you have to sneak off? Like, why can't we all like be in the same room, party together, talk together? You know, I feel like. At some point, like, I don't have to be, like, best friends with your best friend, but we we need to have some type of connection mm-hmm. there for uh, for it to feel like, okay, regardless of what, like, I know, like, where you stand, and I know, like, how, how this dynamic, dynamic is going to go. I don't, it shouldn't be awkward if I'm about to marry your best friend. Like, why, why, why is our dynamic awkward? Right, because and then why I, feel do like, I feel like yeah. an outsider when y'all get together. Like, no, that's not gonna work. <laughs> like, y'all got your own language, and my thing is this: I'm like, yes, you're gonna have people who you're gonna partner with who have had lives and connections before you, but that connection should not compare in any kind of capacity and to I mine. Not feel like I'm in competition, and, right? And I should feel like I'm the most special person in your life, as far as when it comes to like, no, like the thing was like I understood their connection, but it was also problematic because it was just mm-hmm. like as much as we're rooting for these two people you do have kelby and you do have reese on the outside that's because just because like, you're still hurting somebody else at right and it's just like okay so you decided to make a huge change in your life you didn't tell your wife you told your best friend mm-hmm. who you have feelings for um but now here's the other part i think that both well i i, I won't so say kelby so much right off but I know Reese, and you could tell in that first scene when they meet each other, 
she knew that connection was deep. Because mm-hmm. you can tell, like, you, you, you can tell that energy is so powerful and strong when like you know it's deeper than just a friendship you just mm. be like oh i don't know what it is but it's something that, that would have been my cue to bring that up in conversation okay um like, oh, so it, you this, this is more than a friendship look because you know that the term now is homegirl they ain't best friend you so you and your homegirl because i did i've re- <laughs> i've been in a relationship where i literally had to um pulled the guy aside and, and we were in the car and I was just like I was like you do realize that she's she's just not she's not okay with our relationship she wants to be your girlfriend I've had that yeah I've had that and and you know a lot of time I'm not even gonna say guys but a lot of times we're like oh you know that's just that's just how they act or that's just whatever and I'm just like nah it's deeper than what you think it is and then like when once he started like actually like opening his eyes and seeing he was like oh man like i he was like i'm gonna have to choose and he was like of course i choose you he was like but i don't he was like i don't even know where it came from i was like it's always been there you just didn't notice it right so we got all this going on i get i don't know what age they're they're at i think they're in their late 20s i think i think they're in the late 20s like 30 early 30 i think they mention it yeah so I'm just like, whew. Where, where we are? <laughs> Look, hope, but, but we good because we have the conversation. Because like I said, if yeah. I see something, I'm just like. But you know, Ooh. back in the day, you know, back in the day, it was just like, oh, we going with the flow. It is what it is. And listen, that's why I say I got to know where the flow going now. Listen, okay. You're about to be carrying me off nowhere. Nope. Um. So we move forward with the scene where uh, she's having her housewarming. I think that's what it is. Is it housewarming New Year's? party or something at um uh, at sydney's house so he makes this whole speech calls her the perfect verse over a tight beat and i'm just Bro. like look and if you look at the scene directly following that reese is like hitting him off like <laughs> everybody else like in the room like just felt like it was a moment so at this point it's just like wow so immediately after that, but you felt that shift, though. You, you felt, felt it. it. Like, I was like, ooh. So then Kelby proposes, and then we have the scene with the cookies in the kitchen. <laughs> so it's very obvious they're having a lover, a lover's quarrel, right? It's, it's very reminiscent of how you would argue with someone that you're in love with, but they're both in very different spaces. She's about to get married. He already married. And he's acting like a jealous lover mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just like yo you you got a whole wife out here you got already got a situation like what you what you doing right so they have that whole thing and then they make up and as, as they hug and everything you know reese and kelby talk about how close <laughs> they mm-hmm. are and it's just like okay um i don't even know what the, what the scene comes after this no oh no bit a minute the other thing that um was really beautiful too in this movie though was when they were on the bench together and she knew something was wrong with him but she didn't press him and that speaks to her understanding his love language too Mm -hmm. and so she allowed him to like kind of get comfortable until she understood that he was ready to talk and i love it because it just another example of the fact that they are compatible with each other 
So then we have this montage eventually about how Dre is shifting from further apart from Reese because mm-hmm. he's changed his job and all this and that and the third. So restaurant scene where he catches <laughs> where he catches Reese with old dude. <laughs> what was his name? I don't know. What is that dude? No, because he kept saying it. Richard Lawson. <laughs> Richard Lawson. <laughs> Richard. Oh, thoughts. Richard. Thoughts on the scene is the scene that follows this when they go back to Sydney's place. <laughs> Yo, like <laughs> it was so problematic. Like <laughs> I like the way he handled it because that's that's how I'm roll up. Like they'll play with me. I, I mean, will- I. Most of me gets it, right? Most of me gets it. But then it's just like... Why'd you bring her? <laughs> Why did you bring her? <laughs> what was the purpose of this? This just like, another... Actually, no, we forgot a scene. All the... What? The scene with them in the gym. Well, we thought Sydney was going to be able to handle her own and Reese was going to rock their head with the punch. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not about to apologize Listen, for she it. Had, she had that that junk was built up since day one. Like she was, she was mad. Listen, Cindy was like, uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready. Listen, we wasn't either. <laughs> Reese was gone. Hey, <laughs> she had the punches. But in that scene, uh, Cindy refers back to that scene when she tells Trey that she's she's seen her flirt flirting with other guys. She just didn't think of anything with it. And Dre was just like, oh, well, she a flirt. Um, you know, I flirt, she flirt, we we flirt. <laughs> so that was at the kitchen scene. So now we fast forward to her actually getting caught cheating. And he seems um upset in the moment, but once they get back to Sydney's house, we see that it's a re- like he's being relieved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's like, oh, okay, well, this gives me permission to whatever. <laughs> I love this scene. It's so passionate, but it's so relatable. He does that classic guy lean back on the couch mm-hmm. and starts just like talking about what she means to him in not so obvious ways, right? So he refers to her column and how he used to just read it every every week and how he, you know feels without directly saying it and so mm-hmm. she at this point she's just like she's a lot like me <laughs> and i'm just like oh uh, i'm not ready for this yep <laughs> cringing so she starts doing everything else to her power to avoid having a conversation and to avoid you know this obvious built-up tension between the two and then they on that bookcase them kisses started and next thing they know, were intense. Listen, the, my, I was watching this as a youngin, and I had to rewind this part back. <laughs> First of all, I, I knew what, what too young I to be watching this. Too young, too young. But we thinking I was ready for stuff, and I wasn't ready. But this, okay, this is my problem now. But yep. so they have this scene and end up in the bed, and they have to agree on the fact that it was wonderful, even though it was brief. <laughs> Hmm. But Sydney is 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 sure that she wants to continue with her relationship with Kelby, and then so after this, 
we see how her relationship with Kelby starts to deteriorate Mm -hmm. where she's not able to be as invested um, mentally and emotionally with him as she would be with Dre. (laughs) And then the radio station. What are your thoughts? I mean, we had other stuff going on around this movie, but we're just going to be focusing on the love part. Yeah. So much the other stuff. Right. Because Francine and like, old dude, uh, they had their own little moment too. <laughs> the champagne. You said what? Champagne. Uh, champagne. Um, <laughs> Francine and old dude had their own little part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the champagne flute. <laughs> um, You said the radio station. Yeah. Talking about basically when like he confesses his love, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I Her- loved it. Like, it just. It all like tied tied in together at that point. Like it yeah. was just like, ooh, like this is this is what it was about. Like it comes together for me for, in that moment. Yeah. For me in my life, I think right now what sticks out is her friend, <laughs> Francie, on the well, her cousin on the other side of the glass, and she's begging her to to let go and to like fall me? into the moment. And that's you. <laughs> That is me to you. That's why I'm breaking it Bruh. up. That's why I'm breaking it up. Because it's how you have had to be these past couple of months. You know what? I'm about to cut out. You know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about um, it. But then at the end, we see another little boy. That, little girl. that is most definitely me in your life right now. I just, that, yep, it is. Anyway. Like, bruh, if, you don't, if you don't answer the question. Well, I ain't got nobody writing, will you be my girlfriend, yes or no, okay, so. <laughs> we done talked about you opening your mouth, ain't it? You gonna keep right on. No, never mind. So. Yep, and something gonna, <laughs> somebody gonna put something in there, go ahead. <laughs> but you also know that when you open your mouth and you speak on stuff, and stuff happens, and then you want to cringe, and I'm gonna be at the window again. <laughs> oh, you talking about my ability to bring things into existence with my mouth because that Mm -hmm. happens a lot anyway yeah don't worry about it so um at the end we have a little boy and a little girl and we see how it all starts and how it all starts all over again so that was really cute love this movie 10 out of 10 for a black love it and watch it any day and it'd be like the first time i watched it (laughs) yes so another great movie with Queen Latifah in it was just right. Ooh, another <sighs> one of my favorites. I love this movie. I love it because um I just love that like it is is shot, the way it's shot is real crisp. Um the scenes really flow together. It shows it highlights the main character's personality and I love it because they made her a main character and not just a quirky best friend like they do with a lot of plus size women. And mm-hmm. I I love, of course we love Queen Latifah, okay? But um, opening scenes and like how we start the movie, like let's, let's start there. What were your thoughts about like when you got introduced to the character, when you saw the dynamic she had with her family, her job, and then, you know, moving forward. When I first, like, first being introduced to the movie, I was like, oh, you know, she plus size. What, how they going to do mm-hmm. with, with her in the movie? But then, like, you know, once I watched it, I was like, yes, 
<laughs> like she's like in the spotlight, like the all eyes on her. Um, but then of course, like her cousin, I was like, she gonna be a problem. <laughs> and she was, you know, and I was just like, I was like, you know, but I just I just tried to like kind of let the story unfold in it. It's just so beautiful. But I just love the fact that like she was basically like the spotlight and she could like really be herself. Right. And like that's what made, you know, how the movie, you know, goes on. That's what that's what made him fall in love, basically, because she was like herself. Right. So I love the dichotomy between the two characters, between her and her cousin, which we don't know her name. We don't even know her. Listen, y'all, we just gonna <laughs> I shouldn't know her name though. I just I be fair. We don't watch so many movies. It don't even Sheesh, man. But as she looks that up, so she is the hardworking, self-made. She got her, she got her own house, her own career, right? Um, Doing her own, thing. her own dreams. Morgan, Morgan is her cousin, and then she is um, what's her name? Anyway, so Leslie, Leslie, yeah, Leslie. So Leslie has her own career, her own house, or whatever. She's very involved with her father. Um, at yeah, the beginning, we learned that. Girl. Yeah, at the beginning, we learned about her relationship with her mother because um, Morgan was taken into their family at a young age. I guess something happened with her parents. And so she was raised up like a sister. Mm -hmm. But Morgan and her mother are more alike because they're more... um, Girly. Girly, for lack of a better word, or more, you know, feminine in a lot of ways that Leslie doesn't highlight within herself. And you can see that this dynamic between her mother... um, and Leslie and Morgan creates a rift a lot of times. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways. So they're going to this this basketball game, right? Going to this basketball game, and she's putting on her jersey basketball Listen, attire. She enjoy she enjoys me. the game, <laughs> right? She's enjoying the game. On the other side of that is Morgan, who is staying in Leslie uh, Leslie's house because you know whatever situation she had going on before there landed her on hard times so she's saying she a gold digger right so she's with staying with her uh, cousin and then they're deciding that they're going to be going to this basketball game and morgan's trying to go there so she can um catch a man (laughs) so she's getting all dolled up make it to the game after the game or whatever she's going to some all-star after party whatever and I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on one second. Mute it. I'm trying to. This is this is Tammy with babies uh stuff. Have a moment. And it's really, really cute. It's like a little meat cute, like how they do in the movies. And then she gets back home and Morgan is talking about how bad the party was and everything. And then she lets Morgan know that she got invited to Scott's um party or whatever. So they go. Um, she's getting all dolled up. Her dad washes the the car and everything is really cute. And she has a moment with Scott at the party. And in the middle of her having her moment, here comes Morgan's ass. Now, for a reference, I was so sick of her. Oh my god! So, if reference, if y'all haven't watched the movie, um, Queen Latifah's character, of course, is a you know voluptuous woman. She's tall, she's gorgeous, she's brown skinned Morgan is played by um, Paula Patton, 
who is of course slender she's lighter skin and she's Paula Pat. <laughs> so you have this this thing where Scott is engaging and they're having this real good chemistry in the conversation you can tell he's really you know actually connecting with Leslie then Morgan comes and her beauty distracts him completely and he starts being all about Morgan Mm -hmm. Morgan on the other hand is being all about Morgan too because she's sitting there lying (laughs) her ass off right so um through Leslie she knows that Scott is into charities and into people who do good for and the she world uses and all of that information for her advantage all of it right so you can tell in Leslie's face that she feels like okay it's happened again you know I've got outshined by go. you know my cousin because um I'm the homegirl so she had a couple of dates in the beginning of the movie too right she went out I think that was how the movie came on she went out on a date and had a really good date and then as a, i mean it was really cute too and at the end of the date the dude was just acting like he only saw her as a homegirl and i'm mm-hmm. just like i know you lying i know y'all lying so had that and um damn where i'm at morgan so, morgan and scott start on this um this journey together Mm -hmm. they start you know she's becoming famous by association with dating scott and leslie you know she doesn't take it to heart she you know is basically rooting for her for lack of a better word okay i'll stop being the cousin yeah being cousin and you know just like okay you know you win again but i'm still in your corner i'm here for you yeah even but though you slimy, right? <laughs> but you, you know, knew you. But you know what? With, with family, you be like, I know you dirty, but you know you still family, so it is what it is. But listen, I don't know if I could have been that nice. <laughs> you ever had Ma'am. a situation? Whether it be a homegirl or a family member, where it's just like you're in a situation and they're always in competition with you, or they don't even see you as competition because they're still used to having that spotlight due to body privilege or beauty privilege or colorism or whatever the case may be have you ever had that experience where you felt like someone knew they could outshine you so you wasn't even a factor um well I'm the only child and I didn't I don't really have a lot of like family members my age um but I do know like in certain instances like there would be times where like it would be certain family members that knew like they could say one thing or do one thing and they kind of like had the upper hand in the situation Mm. um so yeah yeah um I related very much to Leslie like even though I'm not obviously not a plus size woman I've had my own share of of other women you know being around and feeling as though um based on their whatever privilege they had that they could get the attention of men in a way that I could not and so they used that to their advantage in a lot of ways and I had to learn how to be okay with that I'm just like you know if 
these are the attentions of men that you get and then it's not for me I guess you know <laughs> you know these men don't really you know and been placed as a homegirl often where it's just like mm-hmm. you don't see me as a contender in your life because you have this very and you can be a very nice guy but those preferences which we always talk about you know a lot those preferences where did it come from you know what I'm saying you say that you want this and you want that but a lot of times some of the things that we want is conditioned and is problematic because it's erasing the existence and the the realness of somebody else. So right. I could relate to this character a lot. Fast forward into Scott getting hurt, right? So Morgan is enjoying all the things that she's always wanted to enjoy. The shopping, the dinner, the attention, the fame, the money, the all of it. Um, and Leslie is just living her life. Like she's still getting her house together, still working her job. And so here comes her cousin wanting her to take charge of um, physical therapy. <laughs> right. Um, Scott's physical therapy because he has gotten injured while playing, you know, in a basketball game. And she doesn't feel comfortable with the woman that he was getting his physical therapy from because she felt like, you know, she had competition. Mm-hmm. So she gets the one woman she feels like, oh this is not a competition this is just leslie and she's family and i know she'll come through for me and i don't have to worry about you know her imposing on what i got going yep so there it is um you know yeah so she starts physical physical therapy with scott and at first you know we see also the dynamic between Morgan and Scott's mom. So he's already proposed to Morgan at this point. When she he... raised that eyebrow. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so she's played by Felicia Rashad. And y'all know. Listen. Auntie <laughs> don't play. You hear me? When she, that look, she was like, excuse me? Uh, you gonna do what? <laughs> you gonna With marry who? what? <laughs> So she she kind of felt the fakeness in Morgan and knew yep. that this wasn't something that was good for her son. Mama knows. Mama but knows. You she didn't me? impose too much, right? She tried to let him have his moment. Mm-hmm. So once Leslie starts, she she gets there, she sees, you know, Scott, you know, improperly taking care of his knee, because I think it was his knee, right? Yeah, it was his knee. Um, and everything. And she comes in and her her mom, his mom comes in and and they have this really good moment. Where it's just like you can see like everything is just mashing well. Like mm-hmm. they they all have the same common goal and the same common language and, and Leslie just fits. And then we fast forward to Morgan leaving the ring. Did she leave the ring? In the letter. Yeah. And Scott acting like a baby. Right. So for this whole montage, um, Leslie is trying to get him to she's trying to be patient. But she also knows that his career is on the line as well. So Morgan basically left Scott. No warning, no nothing. Because she felt like, oh, the money is drying up. So let me go ahead and go home. <laughs> right. And, and not even the home. She go back to right. Leslie home. After right. she didn't not even Leslie. yours. You ain't even right. got a pot to piss in. Basically. She done put <laughs> Leslie in the situation where she's the physical therapist. And for how it. you going to leave me not say nothing? <laughs> so Leslie confronts Morgan about it, right? Morgan is in there getting dressed for some other occasion. She's trying to go catch so another man. Catch somebody else. <laughs> okay. And 
And Leslie, in this scene, she ain't tell her she ain't tell Morgan off as much as I want her to. Listen, I want her like, to Like you dig go in. digging her scene. <laughs> Listen. Ooh, I wanted her to get her together. Cause Morgan was just so nonchalant, like, you do you and I'ma do me. Okay, bitch. Do you out my out of my house. Okay. Listen, you got to go completely, like go. So Leslie is trying to push through because she she wants to do good with this. This is a big high stakes job. It can mean a lot for her, right? She's a physical therapist at like a hospital or something. But right now she's working with a, like a number one athlete. And on so, her favorite team. Like, on her favorite team and her favorite athlete. Right. So she's like, okay, I have to make a decision. Like she decides that she's not going to sit there and allow Scott to just wallow because he got work to do. Mm-hmm. So she, I think what well, she threw some water on him. <laughs> some ice cold water <laughs> so she threw some water on him he was so mad girl what you gonna do though when i tell you my mama did my dad like that one morning he, he was not trying to get up for work oh my god that was his exact reaction and it is hilarious every time i watch it but she gets him up and she takes him down his own memory lane and just like, you know, you made it like now you got to maintain. Now you got to get back to work. Like you made it out of all the kids in the hood. Like you're not just going to give this up just because you're heartbroken. And they start, she started working with him. I mean, and getting him better and, and making sure that she understands like his injury and understands, you know, every part of him as a person, as a patient and they become closer and I love the scene when she gets sick. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Listen, my heartstrings was just tugged the entire scene. I was like, oh. she gets sick, and oh my god, that he was takes just care the of her. This thing in the uh, world to me, like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm not even like, I'm not even like real sad people. Godly. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Scott is played by Common, the rapper or the lyricist. His fines. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That man know he fine. Hey, that voice. This is the voice for me. <laughs> it's everything for me. So uh <laughs> damn. Look, because I'm trying Bring to remember, look, I'm trying to remember the movie in my head. So I think after this is when they have the scene with the piano as well. And she um made some cookies. She made them ice cream cookies. And he's playing at the piano and everything. Um, and it's just, just, girl, they almost kiss. They just have that moment. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, like, ooh, you know what this is. But, you know, it's still like, oh, you dated my cousin. Like, you was about to marry my cousin. You know? And it's still for her, like, you overlooked me. Right, that too. We were already sparking before Morgan yeah. uh, entered the picture. The fact that you decided that you were going to allow yourself to be distracted by someone right. who you and then thought looked like, better or was a better fit for you instead of the person that actually was like you it's like now me. what makes you choose me in this moment is mm-hmm. it because you're hurt? i'm here is at your because, you know mm-hmm. i'm here helping you like what is the you know real reason behind it yeah because in that moment she also had to feed into to his um just feeding to him because he mm-hmm. was concerned about his game that next day right yeah. that's why he wasn't sleeping or anything and she had to encourage him and then also the scene at the game where he's afraid to actually like play like himself because he's afraid that he's going to re-injure his knee mm-hmm. and she goes up like 
out of everybody. His mama can't say nothing to him or nothing. She goes, she was like, listen, <laughs> you got this. Like, trust yourself. Trust the girl. I love it. Cause I'm just like, yeah, girl. <laughs> Get him together. Cause I've been that, you know, I am that woman. And it's not because I try to invest so much into men. It's just because I'm just like, I care. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's for anybody, but to see and sometimes, that dynamic. Like, in that moment, they, you know, guys are so into that into their heads that you just have to be the person to just be like nah like remember you remember what we did remember like you got this like and sometimes you're the only person that can get them out of that moment yeah yeah so and that's what happened he went back out there and he killed his game or whatever and did an interview and he's gushing on her and then we have the date scene i hated her dress (laughs) <laughs> I hate her dress in this scene. I don't know who you know. It wasn't for her body. It was not. And it we talk about that every highlight time. her body at all. The like, scene was gorgeous. It was the from the car to the dinner. I don't know if it was the color. The color it was it the color. Well, it might have been the color. It was the it was the ruching. I feel like it was the ruching. It was a lot wrong with it. And I was just like, this could be so great, but this dress is messed up. Messed up the vibe. That car, look- though, the car. Oh my god. The car. The car gorgeous. It's that car. I dream of the that car, car often. Yeah. Anyway, so she walks down the stairs and he gives her with this car. No, that's actually after dinner. So they have this amazing night. He takes her to this really nice jazz club because again they connect over music as well mm-hmm. so they have all these different kind of connections right and takes her to see the, their favorite jazz player that's okay they have this really romantic thing and then afterwards he takes her now her car had been um a little raggedy. To, it, was a little raggedy. <laughs> it had been passed down to her from her grandfather and she had a dent in her door mm-hmm. that she didn't want to get fixed keep. because yeah. it reminded her of her grandfather's dimple yeah. And it made it hard for her to open her door because you remember when he was that scene when she like, had got him out the bed. He was, you know how like guys try to be strong. He, <laughs> he was like, "Wait, it. I know I'm strong. I try to open up. doors. <laughs> <laughs> I that know I'm strong, because uh... <sighs> <sighs> he was like, and in that scene where he was, he was like, "No offense, but you need a new will." <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> So instead of him just gifting her a new car, what he did was he got it like repainted, remodeled, and he kept the door and gave her like butterfly doors so she could always have that. And Man, that was the cutest thing. That just, listen, all of that. I was just like, <gasps> she gets so caught up in the moment that she turns and kisses this man. <laughs> all right. So she, she does a pick. All right. And she and she's caught up in a moment where she's like she does a pack, but she doesn't really understand what she did so much. I think she understands, but not understands because she's still mm-hmm. gushing on the car. He in that moment was not even looking at the car. <laughs> he looked at her, and he goes in for more than just a pack, honey. And the, then we got the bed scene, honey. Bed, <laughs> hey, honey. Listen, I was I was so happy. For her in this scene, I was like, yes, girl. Because I was dancing with her that yes. morning after in the bed. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, I loved all of that about her. I'm just like, especially, you know, me being a plus, well, I, I don't know if I'm considered plus size, but I'm 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 one of the thicker ones. You love a lump to this, you know. <laughs> and I've always been that way all my life. And so just to see that and see her role in the movie, I was like, yes. 
you know it's one for us right finally <laughs> i'm just mad they ain't let her have that moment a little bit more like immediately the next immediately morning soon as she woke up and she smelled the covers and looked at with the note <laughs> yeah as soon as she got dressed here we go he had left I her breakfast like, and everything I Come downstairs like, with the tray. Fra- she's look, look. still on a cloud. That cloud immediately disappeared. Because then Morgan said she was glowing. No, girl, I know. <laughs> Morgan said, dang, girl, you glowing. Right there. Mm. She said something like if that. you wouldn't only knew what happened to me to well, make me glow. <laughs> well, honey. Um, so, <laughs> so Morgan ass is back. Okay. I wanted to just snatch her. I she wanted just- to snatch her had this great game and everything so while they're having this brief exchange here comes scott he enters the house he was out on a run and they start him and morgan start having this conversation right so leslie you know she she moseys on like she's gonna allow them to have the conversation in private but she she does exactly what i would have done and just remove myself just enough to continue to listen enough to know where his head was and she got her answer because whatever what was said you could tell like he was still open to taking morgan back and as soon as she heard that she didn't stay for the rest of the conversation she just went upstairs and started packing because you you plan with me at this point like and i don't blame yeah he comes in like he yo what's up no 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 Mm -mm. i ain't no what's up no what's up is the fact that you just had me in your bed okay in here in your your down moment and she says that i want to be your homie your girl like you, you already know i don't know actually i don't think this is the scene when she explains that she don't explain it she's just like i'm not competing with her you know what i'm saying so she gets I'm out car. you got what you you got what you needed and he really didn't chase after her no and that's why i wanted to punch him in his ball head he didn't chase after her <laughs> y'all women are really not that complicated okay they're really not we it's not like we want you to work too much but we want to know and have examples that you care yes sometimes we want to leave like i'm some person that often says like if i'm leaving don't stop don't try to stop me but there are some instances where it's just like i want you to give me a reason to stay at least you just allow me to continue to walk out and you're not trying to follow me at all because you've done something to make me feel like I'm insignificant. It's not going to make me feel any less insignificant if you continue to let me walk out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see how that works? It's not that complicated, but y'all just lazy. Anyway. (sighs) So she cries in the car. And when she, like, this is one of the scenes where I hate it. Like, I just like made her cry. Like, made her cry. That was You already know how I feel because I don't, I don't cry. So, when I, my feelings are really hurt when I cry, so I was like, "Ooh, she hurt, bro." And I was like, "I, I be ready to fight." Cause like, <laughs> listen, I'm real strong, but why would you put even put me in this situation? Like, why? We need had to go there. We didn't have to go there. So we got these other montages going on and everything, and so you see how the dynamics with him and Morgan are going on, right? Morgan is not fitting into his life. She's closing the door when he wants to play his jazz music. Um, She's really concerned about, you know what I'm saying? She's sitting there running up the dang on bill at at dinner. She's worrying about 
when they're going to start back. It's all about her. How she right. fit, What she can get. Like, right. She's worrying about um when they're going to resume the wedding stuff. And he tell her, we ain't there yet. <laughs> like, right. Like, what you thought? And on the opposite side, we see Leslie going through her life. She's going back. She's going back to her, you know, physical therapy at the hospital. And then she starts getting offers from all these different teams mm-hmm. because she did such a great job on Scott and his healing process and getting him back in the game. Like, you know, he never left. Mm-hmm. And then she realizes she gets an offer from the team she really wants, which is his team. She can't go there because. Yep. Because of him. Because of his ass. So, what happens from here? He gets wind of her um, getting the offers and her uh, um, going to meet with them. Yeah, but was the interview with Morgan there uh, before or after? I think it was... I think it was after because I think he uh, when he gets wind of it he goes to beat her and that's when she like basically like explains like why you know what what the issues are and um she kind of leaves him standing there and and then mm-hmm. and then that's when he uh he goes back to Morgan or whatever and then like he does the interview and like he realizes like oh I really do love her yeah like, the way he was talking about because even her no the line her mom said was when she came back she was heartbroken and her mom was just like he should be with a woman like morgan basically and not like you Mm -hmm. i've had somebody tell me that shit before i'm just like well you tell somebody that but okay like all right so her dad in that moment um you know is is trying to to be there for her but i'm just like i needed her to tell her mama off in that moment Honey. but you know we're gonna respect her because i was like lady just because you wanted to sit here look i would get her that speech monica gave her mama <laughs> basketball because you want to sit here sit here and iron this nigga draws <laughs> that ain't for way. me <laughs> anyway ain't earning nobody draws but during his interview um her mom is able to see and, uh, and even Morgan is able to see just how much he actually loves her. And he sees it himself after mm-hmm. he, you know, starts talking about the process of him healing from his injury. And he realized, like, yo, it was so much more than that. So he decides to go with Philadelphia. She's there interviewing with um basketball team there. And she comes out and she sees him. And she's just like, this what you man. want? <laughs> Don't you got a wife to tend to? So she goes off on him and he like, I don't care about none of that shit. (laughs) He's like, I don't care about none of that shit, girl. I I mean, for real. (laughs) Hey. Leslie, I want to talk to you. What are you doing here? Look, I know you didn't want to see me. You're right, I I don't. Why are you here? For the same reason I'm willing to leave the Nets. I'm in love with you. I know that now. No, what you know now is that the woman that you were going to marry is not the woman you thought she was. So now here you are, looking for plan B. Huh? You want your best friend, your cheerleader that was there for you when the chips were down? Well, guess what, Scott? I don't want to be plan B. And I won't be that even for Scott McKnight. Listen to me, Leslie. Listen. You're not my fallback plan. I'm not here because things didn't work out with Morgan. Be stubborn all you want. But I know you. You don't know me. I know you love me. I know those feelings didn't conveniently fade away because you're mad at me. You have every right to be. But I'm not leaving these grounds without you. 
I'm not waking up another morning without being able to look at you next to me. Leslie, you're just right for me. And if I have to move to Philadelphia or to Cleveland or wherever I got to go, I am. He let her have her moment, but he was just like, I don't care about none of that shit. I, I just flew here, like, bro. I'll come, I come to this team if you want me to come to this team. I'm going where you go. You you can't get rid of me that easy. And then the fact that he's, he was like, I know you. I know you love me still. I was like, this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been, yeah, you right. You right. Yeah, yeah, I, can't even lie. <laughs> I can't even say nothing because you're right. <sighs> but, um, yeah. That man, that man. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, they're both on the same team. She's the official physical therapist for the team. They just lost the game and he's still smiling because he picked someone who is just right for him. And it gives me all the feels. Yeah, oh, I forgot man. to ask for brown sugar. Okay, so for brown sugar, was that a fairy tale or a nightmare? A fairy tale. Okay. What about this one? Definitely a fairy tale. Let um Morgan is a nightmare about herself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna do the last one because we got some other ones we'll do later. But we can do the last one. We're gonna do the best men. Oh God, <laughs> I can barely remember stuff, man. We'll talk about the overarching because we're not gonna go through it like we did with these. But the best man, of course, you got Lance, you got Harper. You got Mia, you got Robin. Damn, I remember their names. You got Quentin, you got Murph, Fur, and you got Candy. <laughs> Just like Candy, she has an actual name in the in the movie, but that's what we're gonna call her. Okay, Lance Harper Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Who I said? Robin. I said Mia. Probably. Quentin, Mia, Candy, uh, Merch. Merch. <laughs> Merch. Shelby. Shelby ass. Um, that's all. Okay. So to cut time, we're going to talk about the main issue. <laughs> Listen, this is a lot. <laughs> so Harper writes a book. Harper writes a book about fictional characters. Turns out they're not so fictional. Mm. Everybody has been able to identify in his friend group who, who they character <laughs> is and who they are in the book. All right. So you just basically just wrote like Harper about you your life. Not have been more obvious. Like so Lance is this famous football player all-star all this stuff mia is his girl they've been dating since college he was a dog back then she was the virgin mary okay that's how they paint her Mm -hmm. then you have jordan who is the ambitious woman who can't seem to settle down because she's just as ambitious as harper who also has a hard time settling down. They have um, a moment in college where they almost um, hook up. I don't know if it was deeper than that, but yeah. Then you have Quentin, who is a jack of all trades, but who is a wanderer, (laughs) who is a ladies' man. And he does, he's actually, I think, um, a trust fund baby too. Like his dad is is, um, rich, but he don't really do much. (laughs) Like he himself don't settle down anywhere. 
and then Just you have doing everything <laughs> and then you have robin so a lot of these characters have parallels so, so robin is like the female version of quentin because she bounces around to different careers and stuff too mm-hmm. she's with harper harper and jordan are very much alike and then you have um lance and then mia and then shelby shelby in merch um i don't know how long. She, shelby wasn't with them in college i don't think but she i forgot how she like even should but they don't like her ass because no, she is nobody manipulative. she's manipulative and so oh she but her and mia are greek so they might have they might just not like her since college <laughs> yeah but i'm saying like she may have came into play through mia maybe I don't know. maybe maybe so we have this 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 whole cast of people right and the basis of this whole movie is the fact that Harper writes about a one night stand that he had with Mia, who is okay. She's she's with Lance, but Lance was supposed to be her first and her only supposedly person to ever <laughs> you know break into so he thought vagina town. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. He writes about it in a very roundabout way, right? He makes characters and all this. And he also writes about the almost possibility that he had with Jordan. And that's, you know, also a basis of the movie as well. (sighs) What are your thoughts on this whole situation? First of all, Harper dumb. Like, so dumb. (laughs) Keep your stuff to yourself. What made you think? that they wasn't gonna put all this together like come on sir like you you ha- you are too smart to be this dumb <laughs> but even the whole movie he was trying to keep the book away from lance but i'm just like he was gonna read it at some point Regardless, like and he said that he just he was gonna find it right but it, he said even at some point he was like he just wanted them to be married first before he found out but i'm like he still that was just gonna ass. make it worse <laughs> like <laughs> but i so he introduced Mia and Lance to each other, right? Back in college. And yeah. Lance, uh, not Mia. Mia, not just Mia and Lance. To each other back in college. And that's how they came about. But he had, Lance had a lot of infidelity. Because um, he was Mia. the, you know, the, 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 the athlete. The athlete, you know. All-star. Everybody, everybody want him. You know, mm-hmm. he, he could, he could pick whoever he wanted to. So he could do what he wanted. So it was one night Mia had had enough. And she decides that she's going to get Lance back. She not only wanted comfort, but she wanted it from his best friend, which was Harper. Yeah, because she was going to make it hurt. She wanted it to hurt. And it, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Child. Whew. So, she let him bend that thing over. <laughs> I, I can't I can't do the, the, the friend thing. Can you? Do you think you would? I... Not I, I'm not even saying now. Like, could you could have you could you have done that back in the day? Back in the well, the, back in the day, I I have gotten hurt that bad. You know what I'm saying? But no, because when whenever I get hurt like that, I don't want nobody to touch me. Like right. usually, I I just shut down and I don't want even yeah. I don't want to think about sex. I'm not I've somebody been, that I think I've been. Oh no, it was one point where. I was dating somebody and their their best friend had like tried to talk to me. Y'all, it happens. And it happens. And I was so invested in my person, right? So I was like, you know, I'm like, wait, 
I'm like, are y'all really best friends? Like, let me tell my person about, you know, what's going on or whatever. But mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> after me and the person broke up, I was like, maybe I should have gave the best friend a chance. I might have, <laughs> I might have picked the wrong one. <laughs> um, but this is a classic example to, you know, we're going to pause here and talk about how your boys really ain't your boys. Really ain't your boys. <laughs> y'all, when I say that I've had to have several conversations with men throughout my life and dating about how their friends end up in my DMs or how their friends end up in my my messages or something like that. And they know that me and the person are a thing, like, or either they suspect that we are, like, y'all really... Just don't care and be out here wilding. Right. So, and some of y'all have been those men yourself. So I don't, you know back to the movie <laughs> um what but for real for real your friends really ain't your friends all the time <laughs> child as soon as they get but, a um, for something going on they, they're ready to, to put the damn cape on anyway back to the movie though <laughs> so harper and jordan i felt like ain't enough happened in their little almost possibility for them to be holding on to it for all that long time I right re- like it wasn't for if me had had sex me, and it, it was wasn't good, that it wasn't that deep like I was just like okay you know y'all had a moment okay let's move past it but for them like they held on to it for the longest time and I was just like right this is unnecessary but <laughs> okay and and I'm like if y'all had had sex and it was um, like mind-blowing the maybe I, I would understand how right you were able to hold on to that for this long but it, okay yeah okay right so the movie progresses and of course Lance finds out he's at his bachelor party and he is livid. Oh this your man, Hunter Grant. That was Quincy. <laughs> he was such an instigator. Oh no, wait, the table scene, before we get there, so the table scene, and we and this is when we realized like Lance knew. He didn't know. It was Harper, but Lance knew. He knew, yeah. She hadn't stepped out at some point because how could she have not? Like, you did all your dirt. You knew. Right. Because when Quentin was just like, how you know you the only man she been with? Because the dick courage, because the pussy clear about the Okay. Sir, any man. I'd be so sick of him. Man, if it, this is the way that you are analyzing whether or not your woman is being faithful to you, quote unquote, by seeing how well her vagina tightens around your member, that is not a good test. That's what not vaginas do. I'm just like, you do know. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> I'm just like, you do know the, the worst of the worst out here can tighten around, around him. Okay. It's called Kegels. So- um, like, <laughs> that doesn't that, that that's not a good test like at yeah. all so okay so he's about to kill harper he has him by the neck um listen i'm talking about ready to kill this man floors above i mean he's story harper just knew he was gonna die like he just knew he was gonna die that night that walk he did after he didn't got his tail beat and uh lance said the wedding was off <laughs> he couldn't even see straight <laughs> He couldn't no. see straight. And then when he went to um who house he went to? Jordan's. Jordan house. 
face. I've been thinking, my hormones are raging. You know, maybe if I had the luxury of getting my ass whooped, I could be calm right now. But I have been drinking tequila shots. My hormones are raging out of control. I'm emotional. I'm horny. And I don't want to hear about no goddamn peas. Fuck you. Good night. <laughs> been taking tequila I shots. I don't want to hear nothing about no goddamn peas. <laughs> <laughs> My hormones. <laughs> just back. The entire he was just he was just getting it everywhere around. Like I was just like, just just go lay down somewhere, cause it take a tall nap for you. You done lost. You done took a big L for the night. Just let it go. Oh my goodness! So yes, but Um, let's rewind back. Like when he actually found the book, I was like, oh, we knew it was gonna happen because it was just like, why do you? Why did he, you even bring it? Why do you have it he, there? He didn't bring it. So what he did, he gave a copy to one of them for. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. She gave. He gave a copy, I think, to Jordan or somebody. No, no maybe not Jordan. No, he gave a. Or did he, he gave get... a copy to one of them for a purpose, and then they started passing it around the friend group. Yeah. And so that's how Jordan got her hands on it. That's how me. I think Mia had already read it. Um, and I, and if I was me, I'm like, what? You too loud? Ain't this loud? This book is a little loud, <laughs> but I feel like she, but she hadn't made peace with it, so she was just like, "He gonna uh, find out sooner or later." I don't think she made peace with it. I I feel like in a in a sense, I, you because you know how like when something is like lingering <laughs> for a long time, and you like at some point you just want to get it out. <laughs> at some point, it's gonna happen, like. And it's probably going to happen when all of us are together. Right. You kind of just know. <laughs> and I just felt like she was just like, in one of these instances, it's going to happen. And mm. I'm going to just have to deal with it. It's such, um, it's the, the first uh, Best Man is such a good movie. It just really is. It, yeah. It's just, oh, because it lays a foundation. It, it really does. Because I'm just like, to think about, he was up there crying, saying his vows to her and getting flashbacks. Like, not even yep. flashbacks, but like, you know, your mind plays tricks on you. And mm-hmm. it's just like, whoo. But you know, even though you know he wrong, you just like, oh my God, like, could I even do that? But it's just like, look at all the stuff he put her through. All of it. He was talking about twins at one point in the movie. How she caught him with twins. So I'm just like, whew. But it, but at the same time, like that's that just goes to show, like you you know that one move that you could pull, and oh, that's gonna like knock down everything that they done did, like everything, every, everything, and that one move hold is just as much weight as what you did, all the stuff you did, all the years worth of stuff, and that one move you pull is gonna literally kill that person. <laughs> but for majority of this man, it ain't even gotta be one particular move. You can go and cheat the same way they cheat and they still act like they gonna die way harder than you ever did. But, you could you know hurt them. Be, but they you know they they still they be dramatic, but that one thing that you know. Oh, you I know what you're saying. What I'm saying is they act that dramatic even when it's just I know, yeah, regardless. a random person. I'm just like that one <laughs> that one person, like and she she knew what move, she knew who to what person to pick she knew she was like all right i got you 
That's right. Oof. So me, 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 me ain't, and that's my thing. I'm like, me wasn't no damn good girl. Nope. She was. Listen. Could you go through with something like that? If you know you messed up so many times, but the person that you messed up with forgave you itself when whenever they decided to get revenge instead of instead of give forgiveness, could you still decide to take that partnership to a level of like marriage? I don't know, bro. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> So this whole time, while you ponder on your answer, this whole time Harper has commitment issues, right? So mm-hmm. um, Robin is the woman that he's with, but of course he has also come to this um, event, this this wedding, in the hopes of finally blowing Jordan's back out, <laughs> and that was his goal. He was intending to cheat, mm-hmm. so. After he done got his ass beat by Lance, <laughs> he go, he's in the airport and um, Robin is there and she's, you know, talking or whatever. And she realizes, like, first of all, he pulls her close because he is distraught. He's just like, oh, my God, I messed up Mia's wedding. I actually care about this woman. She's a good person. She doesn't deserve this. I messed up my relationship with my best friend. Like, he's going through it. And, and I, on top of that, my face hurts because... <laughs> It got dashed in. So he ends up having to tell Robin all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells her all of it. He tells all her. Of it. And she got to sit there with all of that. Was all in her it. lap. So she decides that she's going to, you know, still push through the day. They're going to try to find Lance. She meets Mia and all this, that, and the third. So by the end of the movie, this is the part that pisses me off the most. Harper decides to propose to Robin at Lance and Mia's wedding. Like you, first of all, what? First of all, you no. already messed up the wedding. Could you first not all, wait? No, I don't eat. Regardless don't ever of do that. that mess up, don't you propose at my wedding? I and don't then, care who you are. And then, like, it's also a no for me. Like, you were literally too not even two days ago a night ago um, about to have sex with somebody else you said you was gonna blow her back out i mean i i no. <laughs> so first of all what why what why you even want to ask me this question but with all this drama in this friend group we see how that plays out in best man holiday we're not going to get into that but <sighs> After seeing how, because this reminds me a lot of like Mia and Lance remind me a lot of Mahum and Marie and mm. how they have put their worst selves on display for each other and still chose, well, they at least have still chosen to be with one another. And then you see Harper and Jordan in the same sense, having put their worst on display. Um, well, at least Harper. Right. <laughs> And then they still choose each other. Is this movie a fairy tale or a nightmare? It's a nightmare, bro. No, nightmare. I'm not. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a lot. This is a lot. It's a lot that happens. (laughs) It's a lot of moving pieces in this movie. And it's just like, this is a 
all this, this is a no like <laughs> just through and through like just when you when you sit down and think about this movie you're just like bro what no <laughs> i'm sorry if you cheating on me this many times and i get to a point where i want revenge i need to go we I don't need even to need to be together we don't even think about it like i don't care if you was my first I, but i left my first for the same reason <laughs> listen i had to go because either i'm gonna get vengeful or spiteful and that's one also the reasons why i chose not to say because i was just like you know i know there are people who have the capacity to forgive and be gracious i don't know if i'm that person i don't feel as though i'd be able to to not at some point be like you know what it's just just only so much you can take and only so much you can be like all right okay i forgive you all Mm -hmm. right okay we're gonna work we're gonna work this out all right okay nah even with harper sir okay you know what you go have your little one night stand with jordan i'm out that's as simple as that and then they still dance together in front of her at the reception no y'all okay so like, this is so toxic this is so messy like it was just toxic i was messy. just like what and then at the end uh shelby and quinn <laughs> quinn sleep together that was my best part and though. then it and then it just trickles it out into all the other ones <laughs> and Man, it just builds up i've only watched best Man holiday once that drama oh, I, in there. I, I watched it. I watched it maybe like five times, but every time it's just like it's more intense for me, and I'm just like, ooh, yeah, okay, that's too much. <laughs> and it's a lot. It's a lot happening in business. Because even in that one, she was like, I knew what I was doing. I chose him. Oh Lord, girl. Yep. <laughs> like you. <laughs> when you like you real honest because you already know like you know what's going on in your life. You know you. <laughs> You got to make peace with all the stuff that you didn't need. He was like, I chose him. I did it. Like, I want you to be mad at me too. Okay. And that's, you know, people always try to put you in that good girl category. Like, I'm not a good girl. And I never said, I'm, I'm just. And me. I never told you to put me there. Like, mm-hmm. I make my own set of mistakes too. I'm going to try not to be vengeful. I'm going to try not to be spiteful. But it may or may not come out. It won't come out in none of these ways. <laughs> But this has been another episode of the Black Love Cinema that we may or may not be doing often because we got like a whole a lot of uh, other ones up here. Yeah, Beyond the Light, Sophie's Choice, Boomerang, Hitch. No, we got so much. Why are we trying? I love Hitch, but I don't know if I'm trying to do Beyond the Lights, girl. We you should have did that one on I this feel one. About Beyond the Lights. Beyond the Lights is my both. This both it's our movies. It's beautiful, but God, that that movie takes me there, and I be stuck. <laughs> I be stuck, I and then I be you. like, dang. But my reality is nobody sees no me. Boy. <laughs> nobody sees me. <laughs> nobody see me over here. But yes, um, 
happy valentine's day to you builders i hope that happy you valentine's are day. yes i hope that you have celebrated at this point or are still celebrating yourselves and your loved ones um always remember to love on yourself that's something we talked about in the other black cinema black love cinema Self episode love is the best love yes so what we're doing and it's still going on all month is please write yourself a love letter and you can either choose to post it or you can keep it for yourself for all time but be honest about what are the things that you really love and appreciate about yourself and just really be gushy like this is this is the moment for you to like really 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 indulge in how you see yourself in right. all of your glory and you can share that with us or you can keep it to yourself so go ahead and plug yourself for them spa danny and we're gonna go ahead and get out of here hey builders let me love on y'all real quick <laughs> <laughs> but um nah uh I really, 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 really hope you guys um, enjoy Valentine's Day or are still enjoying it. Um, go follow me at um, at Spadani underscore on IG. Um, follow me at Spadani LLC on Facebook. And um, just hit me up and come get this Spadani experience. Um, if you follow me, you'll stay updated with all the promos and the deals that I have going on. So, yeah, just follow your girl and come get this Spadani experience. Go ahead and follow because ain't nothing better than saving a little bit of money on something that you really want. And everybody Listen, should want a, a massage. So getting pampered by mm -hmm. me. And it's your host, K Antoinette. And you can follow me at K Antoinette underscore the blogger on Instagram. Or you can follow the Let's Build Futures page at Let's underscore build underscore futures. You can also visit the website at Let's Build Futures .com. That is where I have posted the first love letter I wrote to myself back in 2019. You can view it there. And that one was, was centered on, you know, all the things I wasn't getting from my other connections and all the things I should have been getting. This one um, I'll be posting this week, um, probably Sunday on all the things that I love about myself and why I appreciate who I am as a creative and as a person. So this has been great. Until next time, you guys, we are out of here. Bye. Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843-687-2079. That's 843-687-2079. Seven, nine. You can also message her on her business page at spadanny underscore on Instagram or follow her on Facebook at spadanny LLC. You can also book online at spadannyexperience.com. That's spadannyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe.